Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It is the gobble gobble turkey turkey season. You know, the 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 after Halloween, but before Christmas time type of celebration the uh i don't know if it's too early to put my christmas lights up type of theme i'm not alongside bud how are you doing i'm excited you know i love my turkey i love my mashed potatoes but i love my uh football on thanksgiving i am not a fan of turkey i just want to put it out there it's mediocre you got to get the dark pieces you know what i'm saying the white pieces just don't do it for me i like a big cooking of lamb Instead of turkey. Okay. When when, okay. when turkey gets cooked, oh, I mean not lamb, uh, turkey. When lamb gets cooked, oh, God. When they do it right and it's just so nice and juicy, tender and soft and, ju- oh, man. What about, like, what about like honey baked ham? You like you honey know, baked ham? It's okay. It's edible. <sighs> wow, he said it's, it's okay. It's not. It's like the greatest thing lamb. ever. L- lamb is just lamb. Oh, God. I don't Whew. know, man. I don't know. When you, when you do lamb right. Oh, there's nothing better than it. I, I probably not, don't do it right then. Yeah, I need to give you a plate of some fine cooked lamb one time. All right, all right. And then well, you can taste what goodness tastes like. Well, greatness or yeah, goodness? It, it's like, it, think of it this way. It's like when we make mac and cheese. Oh. And we just slobber the cheese, you know, <laughs> when we just go ham on the cheese. <laughs> you slobber the cheese? Yeah, well, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what you said. Yeah, that's exactly what, and I meant what I said. Or or is it like when you set your lineup uh-huh. and you're like you're like, okay, this is a pretty good lineup and you nail it. It's literally it. a perfect lineup. And you put up two fifty. You know? Yeah. Put two fifty. Two fifty, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I mean I can get with it. That train's going, baby. Choo choo is gone. <laughs> As we watch Mike Evans absolutely manhandle himself into the end zone. Uh, I mean, we got a little bit of a special episode considering it is Thanksgiving weekend. We can't necessarily go over uh, on all the headlines because we're recording a little bit early due to the fact that, you know, it is Thanksgiving week. Uh, It's a little bit harder to record when everybody's traveling. Uh, And somebody, I don't know, I I just want to question your dedication to the podcast due to the fact that you're leaving me a little early. I'm leaving you forever. All right, bet. Just leave your equipment here. That's cool. I mean, uh-huh. equipment comes with me. No, you know, it's no. That, that's that's what happens. It no, com- it comes with me. Okay. Unfortunately, I am gone. You're gone. Yes. I, I will be back next week. Fine. You know, Mike Evans killing it, huh? He's he's he's, 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 he's kind of beating Ramsey a little bit here. He's he's, he's he's making Ramsey look like a child, huh? Ooh, I don't know about that one. Uh-huh. But he, just, he's I'm he's getting saying. he's getting some Ramsey, he's getting his own. Who's in the backfield right there? Uh, that looks like Fournette in the backfield right now, oh and he's just God. taking his carry. Ooh, he punched it in. His one carry. Dude. That's one carry, one touchdown. That, you know what? You, that, that's the best type of carry you can ever have. Oh. So, of course, instead of going over, uh, you know, the headlines and all that good stuff, we're going to be talking about NFL scenarios and all the changes that are going to be happening throughout the year. And, of course, next year and then of course we have our thursday night preview but it is a little special thursday night preview considering there are going to be three games going on uh anything on the top of your list chris before we move on nothing on the top of my list i mean i'm ready to get into jordan it. howard did get signed you know, to the eagles 
Is I don't it think huge? It's con- that's not huge. That's it's kind of a depth piece because I'm considering Miles Sanders going to get hurt at least one more time this year, or he's going to fumble the ball one more time this year, like he already are did we, this past Sunday. Are Miles Sanders? You mean. Miles Sanders, yes. Yeah, are we concerned about Miles Sanders fumbling over and over and over again? When you drafted Miles Sanders, you knew he fumbles once every 33 carries. It has held true his whole NFL career, college as, as well. Yes, exactly. So, um, uh, you, you you take what you draft, and uh, that is exactly what you are getting. So let's talk about changes throughout the league. All right. On our last episode, we, we had a minor discussion on the Niners QB versus Colts QB situation. And I know you wanted to discuss on it a little bit more and more in depth. So we might as well just get started with that right then and there. Absolutely. And, uh, so you, you said Phillip Rivers is not going to be there next year. So so we're starting with the Colts. Then, let's I, start I assume. It. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't see him as a long-term option. Could he potentially be there next year? Yes. But I expect them to either draft his replacement or have a free agent to have him as a replacement. Is that fair? What replacement in the free agency can you get that is better than Phillip Rivers? You know, I'll, I'll take a gander and see what we got here. I mean, like like maybe P.J. Walker, who just started for the Panthers. He might be a free agent. He looked pretty good, huh? He looked pretty good. It is a one-game sample size against the Lions. He did throw two interceptions in the red zone. Uh, I mean, uh it could have been a lot better, and it could have been a lot worse. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, it's not like the Eagles are going to get rid of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is still the franchise option. Uh, Baker Mayfield's probably going to stay there, and Rodgers. I would like for him to leave Green Bay. Uh, we we're going to discuss him a little bit more later I, on. I don't think he's going to leave Green Bay, but yeah. So, so there's Jacoby Brissett and Philip Rivers are going to be gone next year. Neither of them. I'm expecting. Uh, I don't. I don't expect Brissett to be there for sure. Yeah. Philip Rivers. I do expect him to be well, there. Well, with the $15 million price tag on Brissett, I, I expect them to just let him walk away. Uh, the options, I mean, there, there's not a lot of options on free agency. I mean, you obviously have Dak, which is going to be a huge one. And if the Cowboys, and that's a big if, if they don't offer him something massive, a lot of people are going to be targeting him. I wouldn't be surprised if Indianapolis targets him very hard. They'll pay him. They'll pay him. They'll absolutely pay him. But he, he's going to be a Cowboy. Yeah, there's no way they're going to allow him not to be a Cowboy. But if for some reason he doesn't, I expect the Colts to be heavy hitters like they were. They did try to go out and get Tom Brady. They went and tried a couple of the people. They ended up settling for Phillip Rivers, which is not a bad option. I think Phillip Rivers, when you say he's not the long-term option, define long-term. Like three years? Is that considered long-term? I don't think he's the option for two years. I think this year and next year, and that's it. I'm not counting this year. But that's so not bad. He is what, 38, 39? I will I will fact check you, sir. Fact right, check me. Right I mean, why you say that? Um do if he say if he gets to the playoffs this year with the Colts, he's going to be there next year. There's no I I can't imagine the Colts letting him walk somewhere else because he will walk somewhere else. I mean, he, he while he is getting old, he's still better than half the receivers in the NFL rosters right now. So, I mean, uh, the better quarterbacks. quarterbacks in the NFL roster, so and uh, he seems to elevate receivers around him as uh, he is elevating Michael Pittman. He is elevating uh, T.Y. Hilton to the best T.Y. Hilton can be elevated. Tight ends are looking pretty valuable right now, whether that's Mo Ali Cox or Trey Boo Boo scoring touchdowns on Sunday. I mean, he, he elevates talent around him. I mean, th- this is a different Colts team than it was last year. And not much has changed on the, on the, on the offensive side. They did draft a running back, but I mean, He's not even the starting RB, or he's the most productive RB on that roster. 
he, I think he's going to be there next year. So he is 38 years old. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give a little background. Okay. So obviously he was with the Chargers for a while. You're, you're looking at about seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, about roughly 30 touchdowns a year. That's, that's pretty good. Not bad. You know, uh, double-digit interceptions every year. Okay. Okay. Minimum was only 10. So right now he's 14 touchdowns, eight interceptions through 10 games, which is not very good. That's not very good. Uh, but they have no, a lot of rushing touchdowns. He had, he had an injury as well. You can mention that, but he has a lot of rushing touchdowns. Uh, they have a lot of rushing touchdowns too, but I don't see him being the guy who can bring you to the promised land. I think their defense is very good. Uh, I think their offensive line is good. I think they need wide receiver help. I think they need a quarterback that is going to bring them a little bit farther than Phillip Rivers can. How do they upgrade? Like we said, there isn't anybody from the free agency that's going to upgrade them. Unless you draft somebody and then, cons- then immediately replace Phillip Rivers, they're not going to get anything better than him. I'm thinking they're going to draft someone this year, uh huh, and then they are going to bring Phillip Rivers back, like you're saying, and then work with that rookie and see if that rookie takes over, kind of like a Herbert or whatever you want to call it. As long as he's winning football games, which is what they're doing right now, and I don't see that changing anytime soon because I think right now we're seeing peak in that division. Uh, whether that's Titans, that's the peak right now. The Titans or the Texans, they're kind of in a mini rebuild mode where, I mean, they got to shuffle that O line. They need some uh, defensive help. They need some secondary help. Uh, I mean, and JJ Watt is getting a little bit in age. So, uh, and then there's the Jaguars who are in full rebuild mode. So, right now, they're in peak potential to consistently keep winning divisions or get decent wild card spots. They're going to consistently sign Phillip Rivers until, until he cannot play anymore. Until he can't play forever? I think he will retire. Once he's done with the Colts, he will retire because I'm anticipating him seeing at minimum two more years. Two more years there? Yes, minimum. Well, the Colts aren't going to be doing anything then. <laughs> no, I, I still think they're going to be making playoff runs. They, well, of course, with that defense, you should be making playoff runs. You should absolutely make a playoff. And Frank Reich is a good head coach. That run game is, I mean, Hines looks good. Jonathan Taylor obviously was making some plays here and there. Uh, hopefully that increases, but they need some wide receiver help. I just, I don't see Rivers being the answer. He makes too many stupid decisions, which he's done his whole career. I mean, when you have 18 interceptions to 21 interceptions on a regular basis, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. The Colts are 7-3, and three and they put up points. It's not like they're struggling through their games. They're winning their games. I mean, they handedly smacked the Titans two weeks ago. Uh, they're putting up points. They got the 13th ranked offense and the second ranked defense. That is a formula to win football games. That defense putting them in some great positions as well. Well, I mean, of course, you're paying them to make big you're, plays. You're paying everyone. Yes, you're paying them. You're paying T.Y. Hilton to make big plays too. Well, is he yes. making big plays? He's not being he, – so he, <laughs> he is the guy that's leaving next year. I think they figure out a way to get him out of there, whether it's trade, he's, cut, release, ship. Whatever they got to do, it's he's his contract here too. So he's, he's done. So he's he's gone. He's there's done. there's no way they're gonna pay him. He's his his cap right now is 15 mil. He's done. They're paying him 15 mil to do nothing. Michael Michael Pittman Jr. is going to take over in that position. I think they're gonna get another wide receiver as well, and hopefully Paris Campbell can come back and be healthy to obviously play in that slot. But they are gonna need a wide receiver two, to a wide receiver one to help out Michael Pittman. Yeah, I think you are correct there, but I think Philip Rivers is going to be there for a really long time. So when are we when are we talking a downgrade of Philip Rivers and his athletic ability in general? Because 
He's 38 years old here. When when, you, when do we see a downgrade in quarterbacks? When you could clearly find a better replacement. That's but, when you see. I'm talking about. I'm talking about potential. I'm talking about his arm, longevity. 38 is 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 decently old. It's, mean, it's getting there. You in know, the football it's, it's, it's definitely getting to the. You're on the back end of your career, right? Yes, of course. I mean, Tom Brady's on the back end of his career, but he's still consistently fighting for Super Bowls. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. I mean, the, uh, Tom Brady's won six Super Bowls, and and Philip Rivers has done none of them. I don't know if he's even have a playoff win. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Think so I, when you're so when we're talking about pedigree of uh, of all that, it's so Breeze is 41. He's going to retire. Uh, yes. And Tom Brady is 43. So do we see Philip Rivers being that quarterback till 41? Yeah, I can see it. He okay. said he wants to play longer. I mean, Drew Brees has never really said he wants to play that late. So then Max would be two more years after this year, right? I would go at least two years, yes. He's going to sign next year, of course, and then I think he's going to try to make another one after that. Okay, so you're the GM. Yes. What do you do right now? You're in the off season. Yeah, you're looking you're, for you're another making quarterback. A, you're, okay. you're looking to get a young quarterback, a project quarterback, the one that's going to take a couple of years to develop. I would. This would be the perfect time to get yourself a Jordan Love type quarterback. Oh, my God. Don't get a Jordan Love. Work on his accuracy the whole time? You going to try to go after, talk to Green Bay? Uh, Well, I'd like to know how that's going down over there. Uh, it's it, Jordan Love is never going to see the field unless Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Well, and he, if I'll, he does see the field, it's it's not going to go well. I don't even think he's an active quarterback yet. I think the past few games he has he's been uh, inactive. Yeah, I would assume so. Yes. His accuracy was a, a, a very big issue, and uh, everything coming out of train camp, it wasn't very good. No. Nah. And then you have Aaron Rodgers, who's looking phenomenal. Uh, I. They wasted a first-round pick. They wasted They, they wasted a first-round pick. They there's there's, the there's first no round. argument about it. it it's hard <laughs> to say a quarterback is a waste of a first-round pick. But it is. But as of right now, it's looking like a waste of a first-round pick. I mean, people were saying this about Aaron Rodgers. A handful of years ago when they saw Brett Favre. And, well, I mean, it was probably the best decision that franchise has ever made. Are you saying that's that's what happened? Well, Aaron Rodgers was considered a little bit less polished than Alex Smith coming into the coming into the LFL. Mm-hmm. So they could be trying to go into the same thing. Somebody who is a little bit unpolished, needs a little bit of work. I, I, I think he Jordan Love is in the best situation he could possibly be in right now. And, uh, I mean, well, of course, it's up to him whether he wants to elevate and uh, commit to the challenge. But, I mean, that's, of course, a different story for a different date. Answers no. Answers no. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, we're talking about quarterbacks. Let's talk yeah. about the Niners. Okay. I, I want to hear your take on this because you're, you're, you know, you're, you're a red and gold guy. Yes, I am. I mean, Jimmy G, he, he's the, just like Phillip Rivers. He's the best option they have. He's the best option they're going to get, especially this offseason, especially into the draft period. Whether they draft a quarterback early because they're probably going to have a relatively early round pick uh, or maybe even a mid-tier pick, depending on how hard they push, considering they think they could still make a wild card spot. Uh, I mean, I'm stumped. I'm skeptical, and I don't really know what they're going to do. The, their only, only option is to draft a quarterback, but I would rather them 
try to spend that draft capital somewhere else. I would much rather the Niners try to get offensive linemen, some secondary help, some safety help, cornerback help, all that good stuff. Or maybe even another pass rusher considering D Ford is not going to be there most likely next year. And, uh, I mean, other than Bosa, they're going to be lacking some pass rush ability. I don't know how you feel, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo is still going to be the guy there next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they got to work on repairing the alignment so he doesn't get hurt like this on a consistent basis. Yeah, you know, I think you know my opinion on Jimmy G. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in Jimmy G, but do I think he'll be there next year? I think he'll be there next year. I do. There is a major concern with the injuries, as you said. Mm-hmm. And when you play three games, and uh, it was kind of we we can say it's a fluke injury. ACL is a little bit of yeah, a fluke. I mean, we can say it's a fluke injury. Um, five touchdowns, three interceptions when he first played. You know whatever 13 sacks so last year he played 16 games which was awesome it was pretty good you know what i mean he's, he's only been on the niners three years you played one full season you played nine games out of those two other years that's just that's not good enough so well, to be fair know, are you are you counting this year right now or are you counting I am. the first I'm count, year i'm counting this year i'm counting this year are, and you, are you excluding the year he got traded 2017 yep yeah okay i'm, I'm excluding that okay. i did not mention that so okay. 2018 was you had a full season on the niners you had three games then you, 2020, you had six games. Yes. That's not good enough. It's not good, but I do want to blame MetLife Turf for this one. Okay. That one, it was new turf, sticky turf. You got to break it in. Pitch it to me, baby. And, I mean, I mean, it, it's no coincidence. You have three ACL tears that that game. I mean, whether that's Bosa, whether that's, uh, I mean, uh, Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, his name just kind of blanked off of me. The other defensive tackle that they drafted in the first round. Solomon and then, Thomas. Yeah, Solomon Thomas. And then now Jimmy G's high ankle sprain. I mean, when you get sticky turf like that, you know, it's hard to maneuver your ankles. You get locked up. Stuff like that happens. Uh, I mean, and then and then the issue was a coaching issue. They rushed Jimmy G back after how poorly Nick Mullins played and then C.J. Beathard plays. He was playing unhealthy. He was not correct. He was not, he was not sitting upright in the pocket. He couldn't make a throw. And then. Uh, a poor offensive line play made it so he got double injured back onto that high ankle sprain. Uh, I fully blame the coaching staff for that issue. Uh, Jimmy G should never have played, and he should have never been playing. He was not healthy enough, and uh, that's where I'm going to put the blame on that. I'm not going to put it on Jimmy G. I'm going to put it on the coaching staff. Okay, so to my last point yes, is, or question per se, is he the answer? Do you do you feel a hundred percent if you were going in and you had an option of another quarterback, would you go after it? I would another like another viable quarterback. Would you keep Jimmy G? Define a viable quarterback. You're looking at like a Dak Prescott. Would you go right after a Dak Prescott? I'd rather have Dak. Yeah. Okay. Who's on the same level? So say say we have Derek Carr and we have Jimmy G. Are they the, on the same level roughly? Derek Carr is proven. Okay. Okay. So, so I'd rather have Derek. Carr. Who who's Who's on the same level, roughly, that you're thinking? Okay. Because, um, I mean, if... I'd probably have uh, Garoppolo over Matthew Stafford. Yeah, but Matthew Stafford, it looks like the Lions are going away from him. So I don't think that's saying too much. I'm trying to figure out what's a good correlation for you. I would is rather, Derek Carr close? Is that a close correlation? It's close, or is that but f- it's, it's close, but I've always been high on Derek Carr. Okay. I've always been since draft day. Mm-hmm. And since the Raiders took him in the third round, I, I've always said Derek Carr is going to be a good guy. Second. Second round, was it? Second round. Second. Okay. It was, Cleo, it was a Cleo Mack draft. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Cleo Mack, and then we win uh, 
and got him in second. Okay, okay. Uh, every, uh, I would rather have Garoppolo over Vikings quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. I don't know if that says much for you. Mm. I'd rather have Garoppolo than Kyler Murray. Really? Yes. You'd have, rather have Garoppolo than Kyler Murray? Yes, I'd rather have Garoppolo than Lamar Jackson. How about that? Okay. Are you talking about long-term? or Yeah, just, long-term. Wow. Right. Long-term. I think Lamar Jackson's semi-done. I'm not going to lie. I think Philip Philip Rivers. Uh I mean, so so if, if you had if you had three if you had everyone is healthy on the Niners. Okay. Okay. And you had 3 years. Would you rather have Philip Rivers or would you rather have your boy, Jimmy G? So 3 years is different than 1 year. 2 years. Let's just go 2 years. Then. 2 years? No. Nah, you're Jimmy saying G. you're saying Philip Rivers is good. Viable for two years. Yeah, but in that scenario, I'd rather have Jimmy G. Say, say it's a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And it's Jimmy G. And uh, Philip Rivers or Jimmy G at quarterback for the Niners team. Okay. And it's a Super Bowl. You need one game to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I, I was talking I, about. I wouldn't full, mind dabbling. I was talking full season. Full season. I was talking full season. You have everything you need, pretty much, because because the Niners have a very good team. Pretty good team when healthy. Yeah, I mean, when healthy, pretty good team. Uh okay so one season one full season mm-hmm. I'll take Philip Rivers, okay J- just because I mean we've already seen what Garoppolo can do it's not bad it's not great but it's good it'll get you by yeah uh, I mean I-, I wouldn't mind just for the sake of seeing it I'd rather have Philip Rivers there okay okay last question would you rather have Taysom Hill <laughs> no <laughs> no I had to throw it in there okay. I had to throw a little I like spice it I like it you. all right what's the next one coaching changes let's talk about some coaches. Oh my God! You know. Okay, so I, I'm just gonna give you a little lightning round. Okay, you're gonna uh, list the coaches. I'm gonna list them. Say it's there or not. Uh, we're gonna go Fat Trisha. Fat Trisha, I think, is still there. I, st- I think he's still and, there. And also. I'm I'm not happy about it because I I it looks like if they're not gonna go after Galladay and they're not gonna try and actually make a push for him, I think they're rebuilding. I think they're gonna start rebuilding. I think Stafford's last year is this year. What do you uh, think? I uh, is that a little overzealous? It, I don't want to say it's overzealous, but I, I, it's like the scenario for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Can you upgrade? What's going to take to upgrade? You're paying I, Matthew Stafford a lot. Well, are they? See, here's the deal. Are are they going to make playoffs? No. Are they even in the realm of that? Mm, probably not. So then they're probably going to try and build around a younger guy so they can spend the money around him and maybe build offensive line, get some weapons. I don't know why they're not paying Galladay, but and uh, and make a change and maybe draft a younger quarterback. Throwing it out there. I, I'm not saying it's the smartest option. I'm saying that's what it looks to me. That's what it looks like to me. And Lions make horrible decisions since they since since they've uh, they've been a team. So it's hard. I mean, he's thirty two now. It's not like he's old. He's thirty two. No, he has. He can have at least five, seven years ish. Yeah, he's got a, his his thing is he's got a massive arm, right? He's got so a massive I mean, arm. You know, Drew Brees doesn't have a big arm, but he's very smart, very intelligent. I think he's definitely got another five, six years. Uh I think they're still going to build around Matthew Stafford. I don't. Okay. I, I feel like the issue is not him; it's everything else around him. Whether that's offensive coaching. line, whether that's the fact that they've never been able to run the ball since Barry Sanders, whether that's they've never been able to hold down a receiver since. I mean, I mean, you saw Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson, and now Michael Galladay all seem to get phased out of the Lions. Whether that's they can never really hold down a defense. Is that owner? Is that it, ownership? 
It's owner, Comes general manager, top. coach. They've just never been able to hold down a good coach, never been able to hold down a good GM or, or have ever had a GM or owner that really makes good decisions. I mean, it, it just exemplifies Detroit. Just They just can't hold anything down or do anything properly. True. What's so, your opinion on Stafford? I'm keeping him. Okay. I'm keeping him. He's not the best, but I'm keeping him because, I mean, there's just, there's just not anything better out there. Okay. What's uh, my next one? Doug Peterson. <laughs> uh, I'm, he's staying. Staying? I think he's staying, yeah. Okay. Uh, a lot of injuries. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's staying. Alrighty. So, Adam Gase? <sighs> you know, I, I would fire him. Let me make this very clear. He would have been gone. And I would have tried to find a new coach and figure out what I have on that team. But it does not look like they're going to let him go. And I think he's going to be there. And then maybe be fired by week six next year. What do you think? I think he's staying. I mean, the the, the Jets. I don't get they, it. They got rid of Jamal Adams and they got rid of Le'Veon Bell. Arguably, they're two best players on each side of the football. And if you do that, then clearly you're siding with the coach, especially when both of them have had issues with the coaching staff. It just says you're siding with the coach, which means they're probably going to keep him. Uh, Owner's an idiot. Doug Marone? Doug Marone's staying. Doug Marone's staying. I think uh, I'd question that, You actually. think it's, he's on the hot seat? He's he, getting close? It's hard to not be on the hot seat. I know they are completely rebuilding. They got no quarterback. You know, Tom Coughlin is uh, still the, what is it? personal director or whatever it is i have no idea what he is um but yeah they are still rebuilding they don't have a quarterback i think they if they're getting rid of him they're getting rid of him this year and trying to draft a quarterback to try to see what they have anytime you get a new coach they usually try to bring in their guys in right? mike mccarthy you think mike mccarthy's getting fired uh, uh no i think nah. mike mccarthy's good I just don't think he's a good coach. I think he's staying there. I just don't I think, think he's, he's good staying coach. there. I think he's staying there. And anytime a head coach goes to the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to suck. <laughs> is that a Dallas Cowboys thing? I think it's or is Jerry, that just a I think poor Jerry, choice of coaching? I, I think it's a Jerry Jones thing, you know? Well, I mean, how do you think Jerry Jones evaluates coaches? This guy looks cool. <laughs> I don't know. I can't imagine he's sitting there going, hey, Jerry Jones looks cool. I mean, not Jerry Jones. Uh, <laughs> Mike McCarthy looks Mike cool. Mike McCarthy looks cool. He just or, saw or the, what. Or the coach before that. He What's just saw name? how well he did. With the Packers, or was relevant, re- relevant to a certain extent, even though he, they had a uh, one of the greats at quarterback. I mean, he played Aaron Rodgers is a very good quarterback, and uh, saved them in a lot of different situations. Green Bay doesn't really pay for any free agents ever, usually. Typically, so, so I mean, I think Jerry Jones saw that and was like, "Oh, cool. Seems like a good good shot." He seems like, oh, he makes the most with the least. What if we gave him the least, uh, the it's, most? It's for him fu- to make yeah, out? it's funny because they always give him a massive amount of weapons. Jerry Jones will pay for a whole bunch of offensive weapons. Yeah, but they've never been able to be relevant, like massively relevant. Uh, I, right? You gotta ask why. Something in the water. Is it a Texas thing? The problem is, is when you pay for a lot of players. Or pay a lot of money for players. Doesn't mean you have chemistry. Uh, well, that and, I mean, they didn't come because they wanted to come. They came for the money. And sometimes it's a little different. Sometimes, you know, you, you don't try as hard. No chip on the shoulder. Yeah, you don't try as hard. You kind of know, like, oh, I'm here for the money. I'm not here for a championship. So You're not going to win one. So if I paid you. Okay. You got a chip on your shoulder anymore? 
Uh, I mean, you. It depends. It depends. Like, is it guaranteed? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a playoff here and there. Or <laughs> or is my team even good? Well, I mean, your team. It, their team was good. Their team on paper is good, but you got to execute. And uh, when you're eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight every other year, check. Guess what? I'm not gonna try that hard. We're gonna be eight and eight regardless of how high I charge. You're you're a great player. I Thank want you. you on my team. You know. Thank you. Thank you. But hey, say we're winning. Oh, I'm trying. Oh, you're trying. I'm trying. I'm you're blocking OBJ? a little bit better. You're OBJ. Yeah, I'm OBJ. You're OBJ. 100. When we go to, I'm giving that couple of little head bob fakes before I cut. But hey, say we're losing. I'm just gonna cut. Speaking of OBJ, yes. Does he get moved? And, and yeah, he where should. he should get moved? Okay. Where? Where are we talking? Places I would like to see OBJ. Mm-hmm. The Raiders. I that would be a good fit. The Niners. Okay. I would like to see him on the Patriots. You think they go after OBJ on the Patriots? They need help. They need wide receiver help. They really do. They need. They do. And, uh, I mean, they're going to get rid of Stephon Gilmore. He won't be there next year. They'll have some cap room. Yeah, they'll make some They're moves. getting young. They're getting young around there. They so. need to. It's yeah. time for a It's time a for change, a little bit of a I rebuild. Think, I think so everyone knew that. I think they can make something happen going over there. Uh, uh, let's see. Who else would I like to see him go to? Can, you got any names on the top of your head? The Niners? I'd like to see him go into the, with Kyle Shanahan. Well, you said the Niners already. Oh, you did? Okay. okay. Yeah, Niners would be a good fit. Um, you know. Eagles? Th- those are really good fits. Eagles would be a good one. He needs some a team that is a very good team. He He's going to go for a team that is going to be playoff relevant uh, because he's gone to the Browns. He was on the Giants. And if they're not winning and he's not getting the ball, he is a cancer to that team. Yeah, I'm trying to look at like a you know? logical teams that with cap room, cap space that can actually make it happen. Uh, somehow the Chiefs always have cap room. I wouldn't mind seeing him with Andy Reid. That should be fun. Um, yeah, I could see that. I Falcons. Mean, yeah, with Julio gone. Yeah, with all the Julio moving. I mean, I don't think he is moving, but say he were to move. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind him on the Saints. Saints would be good. I wouldn't want to see it, but, I I mean, he'd be good. Yeah, I don't think they do that with Michael Thomas there. (sighs) I mean, they they Mm. paid Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. A decent amount of money. I could. uh, So I could could see that. Honestly, the ones you said before are probably the best fits. Niners. Because, like, I mean. Raiders. Yeah, you have a whole bunch of other teams, but he's going to want to go to a winner. He's, He's not going to the Jets. He's not going to the Dolphins. Why not? Actually, no, the Dolphins don't slouch on them. I don't think he's going to the Dolphins. I don't think he would, but I wouldn't. I'm not saying like they're not going to be winners. I think they got a good philosophy and a good story going on over there. No, I think they're moving in the right direction, but I don't see him going over there. He's definitely not going to the Jaguars, right? I don't think the Titans go after him. You don't think you think he goes to the Jaguars? No, I I wouldn't. It depends. I mean, so so they're moving in the right direction. I think they're moving in the right direction. It is a slow turtle move in the right direction, but they need a quarterback first of first of all. Absolutely. Why would why would a wide receiver that's been on with, I mean the Browns have a horrible quarterback, correct? Correct. Okay. Why would he go to another team with a horrible quarterback? I mean, you would be correct there. So that's why I don't think he'd do it. But I I, I don't want to disregard the Jaguars. You don't want to disregard the Jaguars because if he get traded, he's not like one of those veterans where he can deny a trade. He gets traded. He gets traded. Yeah, but he's going to. I hope for the sake of OBJ and fantasy football that he goes to a team with a very good offense that gets him going. What about the Colts? I wouldn't mind it. That's not bad. 
That'd be pretty good. I, I'd like to see Philip Rivers just slanging it to him. It might be ducks, but you know what? OBJ, I expect him to go up and grab OBJ him. would be excited because Philip Rivers is going to throw it to him. He's just going to huck He's it. just going to huck the ball. He's, he's going to be the Keenan Allen okay. for Philip Rivers on the Colts. I like be that. fantastic. I, I, Keenan Allen getting like 20 targets per game. So I, 14 receptions. You want to see that. I think those are good picks. I think Niners, Raiders would be definitely involved in it. Colts would be definitely involved in it. I think those are some good... Uh, Good plays. I think the Bears would try to move it if they don't get up Allen Robinson. But Which I can't you need. There's it. no quarterback. There's no quarterback there. I, if you I'm gotta solve a quarterback issue, you know what I mean, they still have a quarterback issue. But I think that was yeah. I like it. I like it. So next one, does Aaron Rodgers stay? I would rather him not stay. Where would you rather him go? The Niners. You guys should have done it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> he he would have not lasted on the Niners. He would have been gone before Alex Smith. Is that why they would've... drafted Alex Smith, you think? Yeah. I mean, the, the difference between Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers was actually monumental compared to what they're, the media and what everybody else wants to try to make it out. They thought it, they were both amazing and it was a coin flip. No. Aaron Rodgers was good, but he was unpolished. He was a product. He was a project quarterback. And at the time, Alex Smith was a whole lot more polished. He was a lot better with his reads, anticipating routes, reading defenses, all that stuff. So the Niners took Alex Smith. Not because there's nothing wrong with that, but he was just better at the time. And the Niners needed somebody who could actually manage the field when they were uh, when they were they were know, they were the atrocious. massive rebuilding. They mode. were atrocious. They were atrocious and a half. Yeah, he had like one touchdown, thirteen interceptions. That team was horrible. It, it was, I'm not saying it's Alex Smith's fault. It was I'll, not. Exactly. I'm saying the whole team in general was absolutely horrible. Yeah, and and it didn't never got better because they went after coordinator after coordinator after coordinator after coordinator without solving any issues. They never saw the offensive line, no receiver help, no defensive help, no anything until a jump Harbaugh came along and he decided, "All right guys, we're going to get manly, we're going to get run the ball, do this, get a bunch of offensive line, play some defense, all that good make stuff. some make some decisions there." That was yeah. the best decision you guys ever made. Best ever. Uh, I'm still upset he's still not our coach. One of the best decisions yeah. you ever made. Yeah, I your owner, from my understanding. Yeah, luckily is he that, learned. Do you have any, do you have something to, to am I right? It, it was the owner's fault there and it definitely left everybody salty. You saw ticket sales plummet after that decision and then now he completely removed himself from the equation, got himself a Jed York and a Kyle Shanahan. And now, now we're kind of going, all right, cool, you, 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 I right now. But I mean, he, he definitely left a sour taste in a lot of people. You haven't heard from him in a while. No, that's why. Yeah, that's how he should job. be. He's an owner. Shut he, up, he, sit in the exactly. corner, kid. He, he just signs the checks. That's it. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, The last one, but not least. Could Taysom Hill be a starter? Yeah. Long term. Yeah. He looks all right. It looked all right. It, it is the Falcons, and they do have a poor defense, but you got to see a lot, couple more games. I mean, P.J. Walker looked like a pretty good quarterback against the Lions. You got to see it multiple times. You got to wait for teams to get game film out of you. Got to wait till you see some people make adjustments specifically for you. Yeah. And then after that, we can decide that. But as of right now, and what we saw, yeah. I mean, Lamar, if Lamar Jackson is an NFL caliber quarterback, Taysom Hill could be an NFL caliber. You, you see this a lot when a backup comes in and not a lot, but it happens and they play a great game and everyone's game. like, Oh, why isn't he starting? Well, there's a lot of factors involved in that. Not seeing tape for a year, like having a full thing of tape for every team to watch you play and what you do right. And what you don't do right. Baker Mayfield played well. He and played then phenomenal. Once, once they found out what he can do and what he can't do. 
And I think his swagger kind of went away. But, he's a swagger. You know what I mean? It changes. Lamar Jackson. It's changed. They have tape. You have to adjust. That's what the greats do. Unless you're able to adjust to the defensive adjustments, you're going to get stagnant, you're going to get stale, and you're going to get stopped. I think that's going to happen to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is in the current stage of him needing to adjust. And uh, right now, I mean, he's just beating up on bad teams, but once he starts going against the good ones, he has a habit of kind of disappointing. I can understand that. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, anything else to add? Any other topics we want to talk about? I, th- I think we nailed a lot of kind of like heavy-hitting ones. Of course, there's a lot of them that we have talked about in past episodes. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. Yeah, yeah, And uh, let's move on to Thursday night previews. All right. So the first game, the Texans versus the, as I'm trying to get it loaded on Lions. the screen. There we go. Texans versus the Lions. Uh, I'm not expecting Kenny Galladay to play. If it was a Sunday game, I think he could play. Mm-hmm. But since it's a Thursday morning game, uh, I don't think he's there. The, I'm not starting anybody. On, on the, the on the Lions? Yeah, I don't think there's anybody to start. Marvin Jones, nothing? Uh, he, he's, he could flex. Flex okay. the wide receiver three. Okay. I'm not comfortable with it. Okay. But you can. Okay. I, I feel comfortable with it because I think Houston Texans are going to absolutely put up some points against the Lions. And if they do, they're going to be behind and they're going to have to throw the ball. I think Marvin Jones is going to be that guy. Am I seeing it's going to be a crazy game? No. But I think he's a wide receiver three option to a low-end wide receiver two option. All right. All right. Now, since there's nothing on the line side, let's move on to the other side of the football. Deshaun Watson must start. Absolutely. Uh, Will Fuller must start. Brandon Cooks. Cooks must start. Uh, Duke Johnson. What, What do we do with this? He is so disappointing. You, you would think with him being a pass-catching back, with him getting the rushing volume, with the coaches hyping him up, saying how much they're going to get him involved, you're really disappointed that he's not involved in that offense. No. Uh, I mean, he, he's a low-end RB2 to a flex from volume, volume-based volume reasons, not from talent-based. Yeah, it, it's been very underwhelming. Absolutely. Um Washington football team, and uh, they are potentially thinking that their name could be Washington football team. Did you hear that? I heard that, and I also heard the minority owners tried to sell the team, but Dan Snyder uh, rejected that and blocked that offer. So uh, he's in firm control. (laughs) And against the Cowboys. That's basically what he said. He said, I'm in firm control. I am the leader here. You guys listen to me. Damn. I respect him. I think he he sucks, but I respect him. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> so Alex Smith is still the quarterback. Terry McLaurin, he is still must start. Gibson must start. JD McKissick, he's continually a uh, high end flex to a, a low end RB two. I think he still earns a near must start tag. PPR, it, especially yeah, especially his PPR production with Alex Smith there. I think he's there and up in the running. Uh, anybody else on this roster they want to talk about? No tight ends here. No, I think I think we're good. No, we're good. Okay, so uh, on the opposite side of the football, we saw Andy Dalton play pretty good. Took out the Vikings, outgunned them, outdueled them, if you might add. And uh, we saw some wide receiver help. We saw C.D. Lamb mm-hmm. ask, uh, ask the Vikings cornerbacks if they could see these nuts, and he caught some magnificent <sighs> passes. 
<laughs> did he now? He he made he made some great plays. He, you he saw little one handers. You saw little end zone toad grabs. It was it was it was a sight to see. It was juicy. It, it was, was juicy. juicy. So I think we saw a little bit of who's going to get those targets, right? Ceedee Lamb, Mari Cooper, Gallup is probably going to be that third option, like we said before. He's always been that third option, but with how Jack Prescott was able to spread the ball down the field and really get everybody involved, he was a high end third option. Andy Dalton. Yes, but now it's Andy Dalton at the helm. I mean, three touchdowns, one interception against Minnesota Vikings, which is a bad defense, but Washington is definitely a better defense. It's a better defense, and somehow, some way, they are the best pass defense. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Pass rush, I think. Pass rush is pretty good, you know? But uh, I I think it's also a weak schedule and a weak division that really elevated their stats. But congratulations to the Washington football team. They're playing another weak team in the weak division. So, I mean, uh, if you have – Washington football team's defense. Are you starting them against Andy Dalton? You could definitely make an argument about it. Are you comfortable? Sure. Is, there, is there somebody else you'd rather start or pick up on the waivers? Dolphins. If Dolphins are available, I would definitely feel comfortable with the Dolphins against the Jets. Absolutely. Browns versus Jaguars. Okay. You know, uh, any of those options. But Washington is a solid low-end start. Okay. I'm not expecting too much out of them. I'm expecting a couple sacks. Maybe you get a pick. I mean, I think there'll points. be one turnover. One turnover at, at least. least. There's yeah. got to be one turnover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm expecting about five points out of the Washington football team. Awesome. Okay, but the main Sunday night football, or sorry, Thursday night football, I should say, Ravens against the Steelers. Uh, we get a huge rivalry game, and it happens to be on uh, Thursday night. So, I mean, yeah, Thursday night. So uh, Steelers versus the uh, Ravens. Who are you starting? We got two players on the Ravens on the COVID IR list. Yeah, and we went uh, Gus Edwards. You got to do. I it. think you still got to do, do it. Just volume based. I think you have to do it. Now, what about Justice Hill? I wouldn't feel comfortable with Justice. No, Hill. Gus Edwards is the only guy that I feel comfortable with. If you're in a bind in a PPR, I guess you can make that argument, but I'm still not doing it. Uh, Marquise Brown, how do you feel about that? No. Okay. No. Uh, Lamar Jackson is no. a start. Everyone's going to start him. You got to start him. That's it. You got to start him. That's not a question. Justin Tucker, you know, line him up, baby. Line up the homie Tucker. All day. Line up Boswell. Actually, so last time they played, Boswell kicked four PATs. He didn't kick any field goals. He scored four for eight fantasy points. It's it's difficult to assume that's going to happen again, Mm -hmm. but uh, I don't know how I feel about starting Boswell. I think you can find better options. You can find better options. He put up, I believe it was 11 last week. Which isn't bad. No, no, it's, it's, it's a solid kicker option considering he's probably doing better than most of your flexes and tight ends around the league. So we, we discussed it, right? I just want to go off topic for a hot second. Yeah, yeah. We discussed eliminating the tight end. Have we have we discussed eliminating the tight end position in general, and just including another flex? Uh, I considering there's only like two tight ends worth starting. In, I don't know. In the NFL. I think so. So I mean, there's only two tight ends worth starting in the NFL. You could just cut the tight end position, add a second flex. Who's the really? two? Kelsey and right now at Andrews, Aaron Andrews. No, 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 no. You're, mi- you're missing a guy. And Waller. Yeah, so three, there you go. So three, yeah, I was about to say you're missing a guy. So I mean, but say say you cut out the tight end, tight end position and you put in a flex. How comfortable are you putting in Darren Waller over somebody else? Well, the whole point is, Darren Waller. You need to have that tight end position because you do have to have some sort of strategy when you're drafting for a tight end spot. Like so, either some people just wait until the end of the year. Some people or wait until the end of the draft. Some people draft people early. 
it changes everything. But then you're just exiting out all tight ends in general. I'm not for it. You're not for it? No. What about the combining of the kicker and the defense? Because, I mean, there's still <laughs> you, special teams. You love your kicker and defense. Combined. I do, but, I mean, like, it's the best idea possible. Because, I mean, you don't predict it. You just hope. You try to good for a good matchup and hope for the best. Well, you're not predicting. You're, you're not predicting anything. You, you're, you, you're just you're hoping that these players produce. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Uh, defense, you have matchups, obviously. If there's a quarterback that's hurt, you're obviously going to want them more than anybody else. Defense a little bit better, but... I mean, it's just like kickers. Same concept with kickers, right? Which is why I think you should just combine them. Because of the same concept, same thing. You look for a matchup that you like. You look for a reliable kicker, like a reliable defense, and then you start them. You, you, and kind of hope for it. You start a league. And then we will try that out okay. next year. So next year in the Listener League, we're going to do that. I mean, if you if it's even possible. I don't even know if Yahoo or any type of... Tweet them. I'm going to tweet at them. Tweet at them. Tweet at them. Yahoo, gonna... ESPN, you know. Tweet at him. Okay. okay. It would be interesting to see. Because if you combine them, then you probably get a lot less frustration, especially if your defense drops a donut. Then, I mean, you could at least have a kicker backup to rely on. That means you could get a massive amount of you points from your, yeah. from your kicker and your defense. Yeah, which is possible. But, I mean, that's what you get when you start both of them, especially when one of them technically starts out with 15 right then in the beginning of the game. Or or you can, they can start out from zero with the kicker. And then, you know, just add on points if they get a sack, pick, or all that. Anyway, I digress. To the Steelers' side of the football, James Conner, disappointing as he has been, considering he has not gotten over 15 carries since Week 7. You're still putting him in? Yeah, I think you still got to start You still got to start him. Yeah. Yeah. Benny Snell is vulturing touchdowns. He's still not there yet? No, I'm staying away. I'm staying away. Staying away. And then, of course, with the plethora of wide receivers the Steelers currently have. Deontay Johnson's the number one for me. Yeah, and then Chase Claypool is currently leading all rookies with 10 touchdowns on the year. He's and, still a going. Yep, and Juju is just irrelevant. Uh, you know, the low end. He, he's still a start. You know, He's still a start. I don't feel comfortable with it, man. Yeah, I he don't feel comfortable to, needs, starting any receiver. He needs, to, he needs to set up. Uh, Deontay Johnson I feel comfortable with. He's getting massive amount of targets every week. You know, and but Juju is just anybody can underwhelming. Get them. Anybody can get them. And it's just kind of like, is it your day? Unless it, unless you're getting targets in the end zone, which is why Chase Claypool, I feel like, is the safest floor, considering you know he's going to get about two deep bombs a game and another end zone throw. Uh, we're not starting Eric Ebron, or are you putting him out? No, I think there's better options. I think there's better options. I would honestly rather start Cameron Bright over Eric Ebron, but I don't know about you or if that's a ridiculously stupid hot take. Well, you're stupid, so. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're welcome. You're not wrong there. Alrighty, any that wraps up this episode. Of course, we're going to be recording our uh, which we call our starts and sits episodes a little bit early, so there's going to be less NFL headlines considering it is Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, I'm being left and left alone yep. by Bud on Thanksgiving Day. So, other than that, Chris, you got to send off for everybody. Good luck. Um, don't get in any fights with your in-laws. And, no, uh, you will. Uh, and so uh, you, you good have luck. Three, you have three rules. Of Thanksgiving. What's the rules? Talk about politics. Okay. Talk about stocks. And uh, if you know something bothers your relatives, consistently hammer them on it. <laughs> It'll go great, especially after like three drinks. You take like three drinks. What do you What do you great. do for Thanksgiving? What do I do? Yep. I sit in a corner and watch football. It's different for me. I'm built different. Oh, you're built different. I'm built different. Uh, it's oh, different. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Good luck, everybody.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 